The Bible Study Podcast, episode 565. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Israel and Judah with 2 Kings chapter 1. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We are making progress. We are about three quarters of the way through the stories. We're going to be doing First and Second Samuel and First and Second Kings. We leave the reading of First and Second Chronicles to you. That is another version of this same story, which we are not planning on reading at this time. Second Kings one: The Lord's judgment on Ahaziah. After Ahab's death, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now Ahaziah had fallen through the lattice of his upper room in Samaria and injured himself. So he sent messengers, saying to them, Go and consult Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron, to see if I will recover from this injury. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Go up and meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and ask them, Is it because there is no god in Israel that you are going off to consult Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore, this is what the Lord says, you will not leave the bed you are lying on, you will certainly die. So Elijah went. When the messengers returned to the king, he asked them, why have you come back? A man came to meet us, they replied, and he said to us, go back to the king who sent you and tell him, this is what the Lord says. Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending messengers to consult Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore, you will not leave the bed you are lying on, you will certainly die. The king asked them, What kind of man was it who came to meet you and told you this? They replied, He had a garment of hair and had a leather belt around his waist. The king said, That was Elijah the Tishbite. Then he sent to Elijah a captain with his company of fifty men. The captain went up to Elijah, who was sitting on the top of a hill, and said to him, Man of God, the king says, Come down. Elijah answered the captain, If I am a man of God, may fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. Then fire fell from heaven and consumed the captain and his men. At this, the king sent to Elijah another captain with his fifty men. The captain said to him, Man of God, this is what the king says, Come down at once. If I am a man of God, Elijah replied, May fire come down from heaven and consume you and your fifty men. Then the fire of God fell from heaven and consumed him and his fifty men. So the king sent a third captain with his 50 men. This third captain went up, fell on his knees before Elijah. Men of God, he begged, please have respect for my life and the lives of these 50 men, your servants. See, fire has fallen from heaven and consumed the first two captains and all their men, but now have respect for my life. The angel of the Lord said to Elijah, go down with him. Do not be afraid of him. So Elijah got up and went down with him to the king. He told the king, this is what the Lord says. Is it because there is no God in Israel for you to consult that you have sent messengers to consult Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron? Because you have done this, you will never leave the bed you are lying on. You will certainly die. So he died, according to the word of the Lord that Elijah had spoken. Because Ahaziah had no son, Joram seated him as king in the second year of Jehoram, son of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. As for the other events of Ahaziah's reign, and what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? This one is going to be a little shorter chapter than the last one we had there at the end of First Kings, because it's really just one story, but we tell it three times. It's really just the king, Ahaziah, has had an accident. He's fallen through the uh, lattice of his upper room, 
And so he's wondering if he's going to recover. But instead of asking Elijah or Micaiah or one of the other prophets, he sends word to the god of Ekron, to a Baal, basically, to the priests of Baal, a false god, and says, will I recover? And they never even get that message because God intercepts that message and sends Elijah. We haven't seen Elijah for a couple chapters, but he's still around. At least for this chapter, Elijah's end is coming soon. It's a rather spectacular end, but we will not get ahead of the story here. And so he comes and sends the word that the Lord had given him, which is that, no, he's not going to recover. And in part, he's not going to recover because he went to the wrong place for answers, right? He went to this false god, the god of Ekron, and instead of instead of inquiring of the Lord. So, I mean, that's the whole story. It's just we then have to tell it over again because— so he tells this to the men. They send— they go back to the king and say, he's, why are you back so soon? Well, we ran into this man, and he told us you're not going to recover. You're certainly going to die. And he's, what kind of man is it? And they describe him. He says, oh, gosh, that's, that's Elijah. That's Elijah the Tishbite. So hoping to get a better story, hoping to talk Elijah into a different prophecy, hoping for we don't know what, he sends a captain and 50 men to go get Elijah. Now, remember that the last time we saw Elijah— was when he had that run-in with the prophets of Baal, where they called down fire from heaven to see to see who was worshiping the true God. And the prophets of Baal prayed all day, and no fire came down from heaven. And Elijah washed down the altars with water and put water in a moat around them and then prayed once, and God replied with fire. So we've already seen that Elijah doesn't have any special power, but he has connection to someone who does, who is the living God. And so I'm not sure that it was the best approach for the first and the second captain to come to him and demand to him, man of God, the king says, come down. Is he the only one that missed what happened before? is the, the only one who was not clued in. Well, both of them, I guess. Because he says, well, if I'm a man of God, then may fire come down and consume you and your 50 men. And of course, we've seen that Elijah has this connection, God has this ability, and so fire comes down and consumes him. And the second guy comes, and the second guy is stupider than the first, because he does the same thing. He is a man of authority who is used to people doing what he says, and he doesn't show humility he instead comes and demands again of Elijah, and the same thing happens. The third guy I like, the third guy comes, knows what's happened to the other two, and falls on his knees before Elijah. This is man of God. And you get the impression that this guy is saying it differently than the other two. Because the angel of the Lord says to Elijah, he, him it's okay to go with. Him it's safe to go with. Remember that we've already learned that God has preserved for himself a remnant. I would suspect that maybe this third captain is one of those. This third captain who knows who Elijah is and knows who he serves and shows the respect that it is due and says, please have respect for my life and the life of these men. And so 
Elijah goes with him, but he tells the king exactly the same thing. We've got this story that has happened now. This is the third time we're telling the story that because you went to Baal Zebub, the god of Ekron, you're going to die. And he dies. Again, we could have skipped a lot of this whole story here. It didn't help that he was king. It didn't help that he had 150 men and three captains under his command and lots more than that. It didn't help that he sent messengers to Baalzebub. And doesn't that name sound familiar? He died because God said that that was what was going to happen. And nothing at that point changed it. He didn't show repentance. He didn't show anything that would change God's mind. He just showed defiance. And so he dies, and he has no son, and so somebody else becomes king. And that's all we get of Ahaziah. Doesn't make a big impression as king. Come back next week, because next week we're going to deal with what happens to Elijah. I said something interesting was going to happen to Elijah. It's going to happen in next week's chapter. But no hints, no reading ahead. (laughs) With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Want to learn more about God and his will for your life one verse at a time? I'm Quinise Petway, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. I'm inviting you to tune in and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.